Um, hey, guess who it is? You don't need to guess. It's me. It is the Perez Hilton, and you are listening to Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. You want woo-woo stuff? You got it. You want real-world conversations, too? You got that as well. If you like it, share it with your friends. Mwah! I use Anchor to record my podcast. It's free, and I like the user experience of it. Podcasting is so much easier for me now because I can record straight from my phone. I don't have to have any hardware at all. Just me and my phone, and I'm good to go. I literally can record anywhere from my phone and my laptop. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everyone, how are you today? Welcome back to Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. Today, we are going to talk about your dreams and how you can interpret your dreams the correct way. Now, when I say the correct way, I mean in a way that you can decipher what your subconscious and unconscious parts are trying to tell you via your dreams. How often do you dream? And when you and when you dream, do you dream in black and white or is it in color? Do you remember your dreams? How how does your dream make you feel? Do you feel positive or negative? And are there any recurring dreams that you kept that you keep on dreaming but have no clue what it means? Also, are there any people you dream more often than others? So my interest in dreams is recent and even though I have been a spiritual person for decades, I'm going to go on and admit that I haven't really been paying attention to my dreams until a few years ago. I was blown away by the by the whole concept of dreaming and how the unconscious uses our dreams to materialize to materialize whatever that is going on deep within us everything that we suppress or don't talk about or ignore is coming back to haunt us in our dreams Haunt is probably too strong of a word to use here, but bear with me for a while. I will explain why I used it. I will explain why I used it. To me, the moment I realized that dreams aren't... To me, the moment I realized that dreams aren't only random images we see in rapid eye movement. Rapid eye movement is a, a stage when you are sleeping and you can see that your eyeballs are moving when you close your eyes. That, uh, that is rapid eye movement. So the moment I realized that dreams uh, are not only random images we see uh, uh, in rapid eye movement, it was 
life changing. I was I I I immediately got obsessed, obsessed, and started exploring more about Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung. What prompted me to dive deeper in the field of dreams was a recurring dream of mine. Now you know how sometimes there's this dream that we keep on dreaming over and over again. That's exactly that is exactly what happened to me. For some people, that's running away from something. For example, my college roommate kept dreaming that she and her family are trying to escape a war for years, years. Other people keep seeing that they are. They, you know, other people maybe you see the same place in your dream, or maybe you are dreaming that you keep getting stuck in 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 the elevator. My recurring dream was falling. For years, I kept dreaming that I'm falling in all sorts of different situations. Uh, I'll be dreaming that I am standing on top of a tall building. And people are watching me, expecting me to jump. And instead of jumping and flying, I end up I end up falling. Um, I will dream that I am stuck on a cliff, and I am overlooking a massive canyon. When my leg slips and I will fall, I don't know. That is just really scary. That's just really scary for me. You know. So I googled the I googled the meaning a few times, but it's always you're upset about something, something's stressing you out in real life, blah blah blah. And since I'm totally modified about heights anyway, it made perfect sense. So this is my logical side of thinking about dreams. I'm scared of heights. So my brain probably remembers the la- remembers the uh, remembers the last time I took the elevator to the fiftieth floor or something, you know. Nothing's wrong. I'm good to go. That's normal. That's because I'm afraid of heights. Now, why dreams cannot be interpreted the same? So why dreams cannot be interpreted the same? There are data that people have been dreaming for as long as the human race exists. Even animals dream, and they relive their days all over again. And since our dreams can be very realistic, people have always tried to give them meaning. Some cultures consider it actually still consider dreams to hold predictions for the future. Other cultures believe that that is how spirits communicate with us from the other side, sending us messages or giving us warnings. So different cultures interpret dreams differently. For example, dreaming of an owl. Might mean death in some cultures, wisdom in another one, and hearing big news in a third one. So, which one is the right one? The truth is, there is no right answer here. 
and owl can mean anything. It really depends on the person who dreams of an owl. If you ever try to interpret dreams on your own and you look it up on Google, then you will probably left with more questions than answers. That happens because we expect there we expect things to be one size fit all formula formula for dream interpretations and that is just not how it works it's not a one size fit formula to figure out what your dreams mean you have to approach them from an individual point of view let's say i dreamt of a purple cow last night and you also dream of a purple cow last night but your purple cow and my purple cow does not have the same meaning the only way to give meaning to my purple cow is to look at what is going on in my life right now am i waking up my creativity yes i am Am I allowing my energy to flow more freely and more unusual? Yes. Am I doing weird and unconventional things that make me stand out in a crowd? Also yes, also yes. But your purple cow can't be and should not be interpreted the same as mine and let me explain why so you know how i mentioned sigmund freud and carl jung earlier they both agreed that dreams are messages from the unconscious so your purple cow has a completely different message from your unconscious than my purple cow However, I also feel like I should add that messages from the unconscious and the subconscious are aren't and should not be be seen as a negative thing. Even if our dreams are unpleasant and even if we sometimes decipher them as warning signs or we think of them as a peek into our deepest darkest fear the reality is not every message from our unconscious is negative or bad believe it or not most of the messages we receive from the unconscious are completely neutral Your dreams simply want to point you to your internal conflict and ways to solve them. So how do you know if you need to pay attention to a dream? Easy. Vivid, realistic dreams and dreams that leave you experiencing a deep emotion are usually the dreams you should do something about. And there there's one simple thing you can do that will help you find more answers and and this is the technique I use and it's called active imagination. 
Now, what is active imagination? Active imagination is sort of a mindfulness exercise that allows you to talk to your unconscious. You can also think of it as creative thinking, as thinking outside the box, or put most simply as meeting your unconscious halfway. So before we go on here, here is a fun fact concerning active imagination. Believe it or not, active imagination isn't only used in psychotherapy. Active imagination is a skill that comes in hand, handy, handy in every possible field, especially in science. Active imagination is basically a form of exercise where you allow your thoughts to freely move in every possible direction in order to find a solution. So now you are wondering, what does that have to do with your dreams, right? Now, we are going to go over how to use the concept of active imagination to find out the meaning behind your dreams, solve internal conflicts, and release, he- release hidden emotional baggage that are holding you back. You can use active imagination in any form you like, actually. Some people draw Im- images and let the hand move freely. Other people uh, engage in a written or spoken conversation with their unconscious. Some people create music. Some people paint. Um, I have heard stories of people dance as a way to express their unconscious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a personal choice. So you can use whatever type of medium you are comfortable with. That's that's the way I do it. The way I do it, sorry. The way I do it is I, I have spoken audio conversations with my unconscious. I use my phone to record the conversation so that I don't get distracted by writing or remembering what's being said. So basically, yes, I'm talking to myself out loud, but without restricting myself. I know it sounds silly, but trust me, once you remove yourself from all the mental boxes, once you start talking without filtering yourself, and you get rid of all the expectations of what you're supposed to say or what you're supposed to think, then you will really, really reveal a side of you that you have never known. I've used my active imagination not only to find the meaning behind my dreams, but also to solve my procrastination and find the reason why certain people trigger trigger me more strongly than others. There are some people that I just don't get along with. 
The best part of this whole active imagination concept is that it works amazingly well on the first try and it's perfect for beginners. You know how the story usually goes? Most people struggle to keep in mind most people struggle to keep the mind silent as they meditate and they cannot seem to reach the state of mindfulness, which I'm going to admit can be pretty frustrating and make you want to give up. But not with not with active imagination. Active imagination works right off the bat. And it hits the nail on the head every single time. Now, this is how you're going to do active imagination. Give it a try. Give it a try. And let me know if it works for you. You can tag me on Instagram. So, how to use active imagination to talk to your unconscious and interpret your dreams. Now, this is very obvious. But I'm going to say this, please find someplace quiet, hopefully no TV or song or people talking loudly around you. You do not want any distractions. You can lie, you can lie down or you can sit down, whatever is comfortable for you. And if your method is writing, obviously have a piece of paper and a pen right next to you. And then you take a deep breath so that you can fully relax and fully focus. Now, invite your unconscious. You can use, you can use my dialogue. My dialogue is, hey, unconscious. This is Bernadette. Can we please talk? And for me, this answer comes straight away. 99% of the time, it's a yes. And if you get a no, maybe try to calm down a bit before trying again. And once you have opened up the communication channel with your unconscious, recall the dream you want to find the meaning for. You can recall people or places or objects, whatever has been appearing often in your dreams. Talk to your unconscious about it. Ask questions. Let's, let's take again the purple cow example. You can ask something like, why am I seeing a purple cow? What is she doing here? Why is my grandma petting the purple cow? Why is the cow purple? (laughs) What does purple mean to me? And then you let your unconscious do the talking. You will be surprised by the answers that pop up. For example, your, your purple cow can be your creativity trying to come out of your, trying to come out of you. Or you have a strong emotion you are feeling, but you are struggling to express. Hey, I'm only making this, I'm making this up, okay? Okay, I'm just thinking out loud about the purple cow. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's, remember, it's not the same for you and me. Repeat, repeat, 
I wouldn't say repeat. I would say ask as many questions as necessary and keep going until you get tired of it. If you get tired after five minutes, that's fine. If you want to keep going for 15 minutes, that's up to you. Okay. As soon as you are sensing that you are overthinking and filtering your answers, stop. In the name of love. Stop, stop, stop. If you're overthinking and filtering your answers, stop. And then give it another try some other time. Don't stress about it. The whole point is not to stress about it. The whole point is is to have fun. And the whole point is to find out a side of you that you don't know because it is buried deep in our unconscious. Don't forget to head over to my Instagram, Bernadette Bala, and tag me and let me know what have you found out using active imagination exercise. What do your dreams mean? And if you were as mind blown about the whole active imagination concept as much as I was then share this podcast with a friend and invite them to try active imagination too. Okay, my name is Bernadette Bala and thank you for listening. Bye-bye.